Welcome to Caritas Christi, a real and raw podcast with real women and real faith, where we apply the feminine genius to look at the current events of this world, our faith lives, and other things that are relevant to young Catholic women today. Thank you for joining us. Happy Thursday. Hi, this is Mary. And this is Hannah. And you're with Caritas Christi. Thanks for joining us this week. All right, let's begin with our prayer. In nomine Patri, et Filio, et Spiritui Sancto. Amen. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora nobis peccatoribus, nunc in ora mortis nostrae. Amen. In nomine Patri, et Filio, et Spiritui Sancto. Amen. And our daily, or our inspiration is from Mark 10, 17 through 27. As Jesus was setting out on a journey, a man ran up, knelt down before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus answered him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not defraud. Honor your father and mother. He replied and said to him, Teacher, all of these I have observed from my youth. Jesus looked at him, loved him, and said to him, You are lacking in one thing. Go, sell what you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. At that statement, his face fell, and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words. So Jesus again said to them in reply, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were exceedingly astonished and said among themselves, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For men it is impossible, but not for God. All things are possible for God. Um, so just kind of... Um, two reflection points that are kind of off of this you know i think probably for the jewish people just like the context i feel Mm -hmm. like a lot of times they put their holiness based on their material possessions am i correct well yeah it was about like if you had a good life if you were wealthy if you were successful if you had a lot of children if you had certain things that they were they viewed as positive then it was like oh yeah you're living a good and holy life like there's no reason why you would have those things unless Mm -hmm. you weren't living like you were living a good and holy life and Mm -hmm. if you weren't like if your if your child was like born disabled or like you were ill or you were unsuccessful then it was like oh what are you doing wrong what's your Mm -hmm. sin it's like it doesn't work like that Mm -hmm. so yeah and then the other thing that i realized i feel like this is one of the scriptures i just because I, I heard someone say this before on, on a Christian radio station. I was like, because mm. it says for men is impossible, not for God. All things are possible for God. Mm-hmm. But it's totally taken out of context. Yeah. Because in here, it's literally just talking about eternal life. Yes. Because I don't think, I mean, yeah, all things are possible for God because he is God. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think we're deleting ourselves into thinking like, oh, all things are like when we pray, we're like, we're going to get our way or something like that. Yeah. I mean, Maybe it's like we're God. always going to get our prayers answered. We're always yeah. going to, you know. It's like, no, well, yes, all things are possible for God. That doesn't mean he's going to give you whatever you want whenever yeah. you want it because he knows what's best for you. Yeah, he knows our good. So, I mean, he definitely listens to our prayers and takes us seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so um, 
So what are we having for, for uh, what are we having today? Uh, I'm drinking some decaf coffee because oh. I wanted something warm. Mm. And it's too late for me to drink regular coffee. Mm. Also, as um, people who are closer to me usually know, I limit my coffee drinking to certain days of the week. Right. So this is decaf, so it technically doesn't count. <laughs> well, because the reason I, I did like limit my coffee drinking was because of a caffeine addiction mm, right. so if there's no caffeine in it then yeah well I'm all good. but what about tea i never drink tea i don't like tea how did you have tea in your house then because that's what <laughs> i'm drinking some chamomile tea because it's um, yeah it was something i picked up because i was going to i think there was like this birthday basket thing but i like missed the window to give it to somebody and you were like oh you have any tea and i was like yeah, I had tea. I'll just open that up because I don't think I'm ever gonna, ever going to give it to the person that it was supposed to go to. So yeah. that's fine. Now I can well, just have tea on hand for you. I'm glad uh, that uh, for that person's sake, they lost out. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I was, um, I'm dragging a little bit because I had an all-nighter with my girls group. We did a all-night adoration at the mm-hmm. church on Saturday night. So I got five hours of sleep. So, and I woke up this morning with a sore throat, which, like, I'm pretty sure it's just allergies and worn, being worn, so, but the tea's helping, so. That's good. Anyways, I appreciate you for that. You're welcome. Anywho. <laughs> all right. So, on to current events. Oh, my favorite. Okay. All right. Um, so, we have, like, how many do we have Well, today? I have three things. Okay. That I can just kind of run through. Sure. Um, I have... One thing that's relevant to the month that we're in. Nice. I have one thing that's good news, and I have another that's like tragic. So you pick what you might want to go to first. Let's squash the tragic in the middle. Squash the tragic in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to go for uh, church related first? The re- the relevant, then tragic, and then the good news. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. I think that's all the categories you provided. All right. So <laughs> all right. do you, are you familiar with the indulgence attached to typically the first eight days of November? Yes. Okay. So for anyone who's not familiar with it, any listeners, it is an indulgence attached to the first eight days of November typically where you visit each of those days and pray, like you visit a cemetery and you pray for the dead going there. Um, the good news about this is that the indulgence has actually been extended to the entire month of November. So if any, if there's any eight days within the month of November and you visit the cemetery eight days out of the entire month of November and pray for the souls of the departed, then you gain that indulgence that you usually would have to obtain in the first eight days of November. So I think I'm actually going to do that with my kiddos. Oh, that's cool. I mean, we we live on a parish property, and there's a cemetery right behind us, next to the yeah. parish and the school. So I'm like, well, let's take them outside. We'll say some prayers, and we'll make eight days out of it. Maybe like five and three, or four and four, and yeah, just then it's a good conversation to be like, what's an indulgence? How do you get them? What's their different kinds? And then we can mm-hmm. figure that stuff out too. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Thanks to Papa Francis on that one. Um, yeah, and then I forget when this happened, so I'm going to pull Uh-oh. this up. So I think this was on Friday. Maybe it was on Friday because I want to say it's between oh. 
this. So wait, what? Oh yeah. Sorry, I just scanned a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, I think this on Friday or like the past Saturday, there was a like a crowd crush. They're calling it a crowd crush or a stampede at this uh, festival called a- Astro World, and okay. at least eleven people have died. There was almost three hundred people that were injured. Whoa! And it was at a Travis Scott concert, and Travis Scott is a rapper. Okay. And it's just everything's like really weird around it. Um, so the victims are ranging age from 14 to 27 years old. So like all of them are really young. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the youngest one was a freshman in high school and yeah. So now people are like, are suing Travis Scott because like I said, some things are kind of sketchy. He, he continued with his full set, even like 40 minutes after ambulances and multiple people were like passing out, literally dying in the crowd and he continued the full set but now people are saying he wasn't aware of it it's very it's very strange yeah um and some people are posting things and i haven't fully investigated uh fully investigated this the article tells us that the rapper allegedly encouraged fans to act out before so so he was arrested in 2015 after telling fans to jump the barricades and in 2017 for encouraging people to rush, rush the stage. So he tend, it seems like he tends to be like a little restless, reckless with what he tells his fans yeah. to do. And there's also people like passing around things. Of course, I don't really, I didn't really investigate this bit beyond the initial Twitter rabbit hole. So see about that but everybody's like oh there's a bunch of satanic imagery and stuff with these Mm. concerts but i mean i believe it probably because it's rap um and it's typically that is typically not a genre that pop and rap are the worst so just to have those like really nasty yeah ties to them um so yeah how does I'm, so how does this Ast- happen? So wait, the Astro World Festival. That sounds like an interesting name, just in itself, because we're you know we've mm-hmm. actually our friends have we've been talking about astrology, yeah, and how that's been kind of co opted because that actually originally came from Christianity and Christendom. Oh yeah, but mm-hmm. then it's been co opted by who would you say? Um, the secular. Yo, yeah, yeah, secularism, secular secularists. So. What is this whole crowd surge? I don't, I'm like, I can't. So basically what they I mean, I've been think, to concerts before, but. What they think happened is a bunch of people surged towards the stage and there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people. So basically the people that died were just crushed to death because they couldn't breathe. They were being pressed up against a bunch of people. That's insane. Mm-hmm. It's, That's yeah. so, I mean, because I thought. Awful. when When I saw this, I'm like, oh, there was another shooting. Yeah, no, that it's I got not when shooting. I scanning. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's literally just people crushed other people to death, basically, is what we know. And then there's reports of somebody was going around pricking people with needles. It's it's. What do you mean pricking with needles? Like, what were they... Like drugs, something like that. So... Like maybe people going... Making people go crazy? Uh, More like overdosing people on purpose? I don't even know, because like some wow. people said they felt like they were pricked with a needle and then they had like a cardiac arrest type thing. So yeah, it's all very... 
yeah that's that is it's it's one of those things like it's so tragic because it wasn't even somebody's well okay i'm saying like where's the malicious intent that came from like with when you have Mm -hmm. a shooting there's an actual pinpoint person to well yes yeah you know but obviously now travis scott is getting under heat about all this so oh yeah he is and i think drake was also one of the performers there so he's getting sued too and yeah, it's just a, it's like a whole like tragic mess. I, I just think, you know, we were talking about this the other day or yesterday talking about customer service and how like people just treat other people. And it's like, I mean, they were at a concert. Mm-hmm. What got into these people? It sounds so selfish. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Cause, and apparently there's, you know, people coming out after the fact saying like they, they said like the barricades weren't put incorrectly there wasn't enough space something like that because there's people who apparently you know like they're experts in dealing with like crowd control and they they apparently like rose raised some issues and they weren't listened to something like that wait who brought issues of crowd control just the people who are supposed to be making sure that it was a safe venue and that stuff like this wouldn't happen it seems like they were raising concerns but then they got like ignored so it's just kind of like yeah um oh yeah it says so it's so it's interesting because it says still under investigation but it says they've offered fuller funds to anyone who purchased tickets adding that they've set up a health fund to help with costs for medical expenses which Mm -hmm. if you've passed away i mean it's kind of a slap in the face you know to the family members Mm -hmm. um especially to these teenagers i mean that's yeah, see, the crowd more... was about 50,000. Yeah, so it says details have emerged about the moments before, during, and after the show that highlight possible failures by the organizers to keep the crowd under control. Yep. That's, that's the thing with, like, young teenagers and 20-year-olds. Like, we, <laughs> our brains aren't completely formed yet or developed. Their brains aren't. I think mine are is hopefully more developed than theirs. <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy. So rap music, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I was thinking about this because I think that there is a connotation about rap music. Sorry, I don't know if you're... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in a way, it's basically rap, uh, poetry, but... Yeah. Some some can be good, but yeah, the majority of the genre is just... Eh. It's got a lot of like nasty things going on with it. I mean, right. the, as does most secular music, mm-hmm. honestly. So... Yeah. yeah how'd you find out about this uh it was it was all over that that was like mm. one of the biggest stories in this past week okay and yeah just so what are they like so the travis scott is under heat the organizers are under heat and is there any other discussion that's going on about this um not like really besides is- besides like the reports of people some people being like like feeling pricked with needles or something like that so mm. there's also there might be another like perpetrator or something like that involved. And I don't really know uh, besides that. I mean, cause all I can think of is like our, fest, our concert venue around here. Mm, mm-hmm. And it's like hard to imagine that would happen there. Right. Yeah. Cause a lot of them are set up to make sure stuff like that doesn't happen. But if it's, if it's something like a pop-up type thing, then it's more likely. So but, anyways, yeah. wow. 
Yeah. So the last piece of news I have for you is a good piece of news. Yay. And that is that a federal appeals court recently froze the vaccine mandate oh, of Biden. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So they cited grave statutory and constitutional issues within the rule. Wow. And it comes from the United States Court of Appeals for the Fifth, Cir- Fifth Circuit. Um, and there's already, there's still 28 states that filed legal challenges against it. So, bless you. So, I mean, there's, there's multiple legal challenges to this thing, but the fact that it's already been like, no, <laughs> like mm-hmm. there's already been a court of appeals that's, that says there's significant problems with it. Mm-hmm. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the, the stay could literally came two days after it officially veil, unveiled the rule, and and then it's immediate that everybody immediately was like, okay, well we're gonna fight this, we're gonna take you to court. Good. So good. People are stepping up. Yeah, lots of lots of organizations and s- states and yeah, like uh, Daily Wire is also suing. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So I think everybody and their brother is basically suing the admin. So, yeah. I mean, I could have told you that that's unconstitutional. Well, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Though there are a lot of um, companies that... Because wasn't there like also a, a deadline, too, for the yes. mandate? Yeah, And there January are a 4th. lot of... What? January 4th. Oh, because I feel like a lot of companies have deadlines in their... They yeah, do. They were gonna put out the deadline, so mm-hmm. um yeah. Which is Yep. Well um So the rule was it was a it was a wasn't it an executive order that the vaccine mandate was? No, it's through it's through OSHA, so it's mm. through the um the state it's like the state department of like an impl- like employment basically so it's it's through them so it's not an executive order but it's still it's still extreme overreach yeah but that's cool but yeah so so what does the state do though what does the state do Mm -hmm. i mean it just it it binds it from taking effect okay um and then they have to respond to that Mm. and then there's still multiple um suings of that so yeah well i just kind of like anecdotally um i heard my mom saying that one of my relatives got the vaccine but then they got covid (laughs) so yeah (laughs) it doesn't stop you from getting covid Mm -hmm. so why am i Mm. yeah hey we had that whole discussion already. yeah we did but just a reminder it's momentum more month so it is take note yes Correct. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Speaking of such things, you have advice. Oh, I do. Right. <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me pull it up here. Oh. I mean, it's all coming from my head, but I want to make sure. And I have a needy dog at my feet. Oh, no. Goodness. All right. That's great. So, Hi. my hot take is just kind of just a reflection over the past couple weeks. Um, but it's basically. Um, my hot take is, Earth is thy ship and not thy home. Um, it's interesting because I think I've been talking about silence and solitude and just really just getting 
um, hurry for like, you know, eliminating hurry from our life. But I also just want to encourage people to slow down and breathe. It's actually been interesting, Hannah, because I've encountered some people that like you think their personality wise, like they have a slower lifestyle where they're like, I still need to slow down and like, I need to be able to breathe and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So we're so inundated by this hurry culture. Um, but I think we need to remember that like, we can't miss out on what we're here for or where we're going. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I, you know, I always love the, um, from the, our father, it's as on earth as it is in heaven, or what is it? The kingdom come that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Um, and you know, obviously we're, our goal is for heaven, mm-hmm. but we can experience heaven on earth, but you can't do that. If you're going at the pace of our modern culture, mm-hmm. you can't, you have to stop and you have to breathe. Um, because otherwise you're going to get caught up in, in it and you're going to miss out. Um, and you, you know, I think you can be like, oh, not me. Like, no, I'm doing fine. But when was like, you know, I don't know. I feel like worry has always been a big part of like, I've always had a lot of, you know, I've been an anxious person, but since I've worked at eliminating rush and hurry from my life, yeah, I'm not as much. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you. <laughs> listener, <Yes. laughs> I want to oh, ask me. you, listener. Well, you too, maybe. Wait, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, there's like this whole questionnaire in that book about that. Of just, I mean, are you irritable all the time? Are you worried? Are you you not stop? Like when you sit down to pray, you know, can are you? Do you not like having silence? Do you not like being left with your own thoughts? If mm-hmm. you're in the grocery line, are you just automatically going to your phone instead of just being and being present to actually maybe interact with the people around you? Because, um, again, chances are you're going to miss out on just, like, the present because God is in the present. Um, but not just, not just, but, um, you know, obviously, so we're talking, November is all about the last things. And one mm-hmm. of the things that I just have on my heart is about heaven. And I've been reading all um, in St. Paul about how we're all saved. Um, and I, so I just had this like reflection. It said, the son of man was lifted up and whoever believes in him may have eternal life. And I just want you to consider that kind of how, you know, in, in the desert, the serpent, you know, the golden serpent was raised up to save the people from the serpent bites. Um, the son of man was lifted up to save us from our sins and to, you know, experience eternal life. Um, and I've just been really hit when you take a moment to be present to what's going on in your daily life. Um, <laughs> sorry. Theo is sidetracking everybody. Yeah, it's really taking a lot of self-control. Theo is like making his own little cameo appearance here. He really is. Yeah, anyway, sorry for that. Um, anyway, I was trying to make a poignant point, but you know, dog. <laughs> dog. Um, but, you know, so I was just reading somewhere. It says that let's make every moment, no matter if it is joyful or sorrowful, ring out with the truth that our lives are radic- radically different because the Son of Man has been lifted up and we believe in him. And I think that often helps because I think we can get caught up um, in everything that's going on. Even, you know, uh, Veterans Day is on Thursday and mm-hmm. patriotism is a big thing, even as a Catholic and a Christian. Like, I think we, you know, for God, for country. 
But at the end of the day, Earth is thy ship and not thy home. Yep. So it's not the end all be an all. I mean, you have allegiance to two countries and your allegiance to the church comes first. Yes. That's why I have a giant Vatican flag in my apartment. Yes. And in my classroom. <laughs> Which, you know, it is interesting because a lot of what is made up, what makes up our, our military is a lot of Christian Catholic mm-hmm. people. So, I mean, obviously people of all beliefs join the military. Um, but I think um, we can just get so caught. Like, don't let yourself think like, oh, I'm totally, you know, modern culture has an effect on me. I mean, no, it's totally, I mean, <laughs> we're so inundated by stuff. Yeah. It takes a lot of self-control. You know, obviously we have the most comfortable lifestyle, so we have a lot of minimal complaints. But because of that, I think it's a lot harder. I mean, it literally it talks about in the scripture that we read earlier how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. By, you know, by, the, by those standards, like by their standards of Jesus' time, we're all super rich (laughs) like yeah it you know especially those of us like just middle class american insanely rich by those standards right we're so rich and um i think you know obviously it's not to say okay if you're wealthy like you can't get into heaven i don't think that's exactly what the the scripture is saying no but it does kind of check the prosperity gospel no it does (laughs) um you know, and I read this somewhere else too. It says, we don't need to be theologians or biblical scholars to get into heaven. We just need to believe, to know, and to love the Lord. I, I don't think we just need, well, I mean, yes, we do need to believe, to know, and to love the Lord. I think we also have to realize if you are a theologian or you, if you are a biblical scholar, you have to use your gifts for the greater glory. Mm-hmm. Um, and just regardless, you know, we have this access. I, I, I think we just... I mean, for myself, like I've always kind of, I've kind of grasped, grappled with heaven, the reality of heaven and eternal life. Mm-hmm. Cause it just seems so, er, you know, earth, like, what is it? Ethereal? What is that word? Ethereal. Ethereal. There you go. Yeah. It mm-hmm. just doesn't seem very tangible, but it, you know, at the end of the, like at, at the end of time, our bodies will be reunited with our souls. Mm-hmm. And so we will be, you know, w- you know, what is it? One with God. Um, and I don't know, just maybe sit with that of, you know, I think we all know, I I realize this, I think a lot of us realized that last week we were talking about having a hunger and I think a big part of that hunger is to be part of something bigger than ourselves. I don't know if you've ever experienced that kind of movement in your soul, Hannah, Mm -hmm. but I think you know, it for myself, it's like, you know, when I was younger, I was like, oh, I want to be a famous singer one day. Like, I, that's part of being the bigger than myself. Or, or you know, I've also been like, oh, I'd love to be an empowerment speaker one day, you know, or yeah. I'd like to be the next Joanna Gaines. But it's, mm-hmm. but, but I think if we're in union with God, we're already part of something bigger than ourselves. If we're part of the Catholic Church, we are so much part of bigger, some, part of something bigger than ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just even, even having access to heaven, <laughs> that <laughs> eternal life, mm-hmm. that's kind of huge. It's kind of infinite. It's of, bigger than big. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Well, it's so big you can't even fully process it as a finite mm-hmm. creature. I think we have to stop ourselves and, um, it, it can't, yeah, it's easy to get caught up in, oh, you know, like, <laughs> 
all the politics and, and the stuff that's even going on in the church and all the scandal and all the division. And yes, that's a part of it. That's our struggle. That's our cross. But at the end of the day, check yourself and be like, am I living my daily duty? What am I even after? You know, what? Um, a big part is not to get caught up in the modern culture because mm-hmm. we need to be in the world, but not of it. Yes. So, you know, ask yourself, do I know what the meaning of life is? Like, what is my purpose on this earth? Um, and you know, we are, we have this desire for true lasting happiness. Um, and how do I find that? And do I really have worth? Um, and just seek the truth behind that. And I think ultimately if we find the answer in Jesus and eternal life, um, and then I'll just kind of like end this because I think this is like the biggest part in my mind. So um, this reflection says, you know, talking about the the rich young man, it says the most powerful part of the story lies in these next six words. Jesus, looking at him, loved him. Says mm-hmm. it is actually the only time in the Gospel of Mark where Jesus is said to have looked on an individual with, with love. This deep look of love is the power that transforms lives. This loving gaze is what would have captured this man's heart and moved him to surrender and give up all for Jesus, if he had seen it. But sadly, he couldn't see that in the gaze of Jesus. And I think that's what our churches are for. That is what the sacrament, the Eucharist, is for. You know, I, I, I love that now going to the Latin Mass, like I think it really is the culmination of my week. It's mm-hmm. not like a thing to check off. It's mm-hmm. like what we're working towards. Yeah. Which and is it's all- like, it's, that's the attitude that, um, so our new priest at school had, you know, a homily where he's like, that's the attitude to have is like, you should not have an attitude towards mass where it's like another thing to check off. And you need to get up and be excited and be like, we get to go to mass today. Like, because mm-hmm. that's how you should feel. It's, it's the most perfect sacrifice it's the most perfect form of worship and you have to prioritize that whether whether you prefer latin mass whether you prefer novus ordo like you still have to have that joy in your heart and be like no this is something we get to go to mass Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we get to receive the sacraments not we have to go to mass you're just rephrasing that and Mm -hmm. like rethinking that with your with your words as Mm -hmm. well and I think that I think the thing that has helped me to understand the reality of heaven and why the heck do I want to even direct my life towards that way? Mm-hmm. It's funny that I said why the heck because it's like <laughs> a, a derivative of hell. But anyways, um, <laughs> anywho, um, God, I just really like went down a rabbit hole in my brain there. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I, I think I really appreciate how it says Jesus looking at him loved him. Um, and I think growing in trust of God and growing in relationship with him, because I think that's what heaven and eternal life is literally just being in complete union with God. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? And I think what I can grasp from it, from my own human broken, sinful perspective is that that's the place of peace and goodness and truth. And, you know, I think that's the thing that's sad about the rich man is he didn't trust that giving everything up, God would provide for him in such a bigger way. 
but he was caught up in his earthly belongings. He was caught up in his earthly desires. And Mm -hmm. not that that's bad or anything, but we have to have a complete detachment from it all. Because you're not, (laughs) you know, we're talking about last things. We're talking about heaven. When you pass away, this all, I mean, (laughs) the thing that's only eternal about all of this is our souls. So, okay. (laughs) Hannah. (laughs) she just walked away i don't know (laughs) she's she's feeling the tire there i think i'm feeling the need to warm up my coffee (laughs) anywho ran over there and we doing some cardio today (laughs) sorry i was just rolling i was like i need you to respond i don't know i don't know no i mean i was like i i yeah um should have moved the keurig closer to the recording table (laughs) we could have just paused it but you know this is raw this is all raw yes this is real Um, stuff right hey you know what matt fraud often and his wife will talk about oh i'm gonna go make you some coffee or i'm gonna pour you some glass of wine or some alcohol so Mm. you know nice light this cigar i'm sick i'm staying full sober tonight (laughs) (laughs) i don't need to be doing that but yeah i just think Ooh dog and now we're having dogs so we have a lot of distractions going on tonight right okay get your (laughs) fat face out of here (laughs) she loves her dog we promise sure (laughs) hey go lie down that's great anywho so um don't just remember that you know our end isn't here our end is in heaven and heaven is just a it's better than the what we can even imagine. It's better than we can even fathom. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe you're like, oh, I already like I already have this great desire to go to heaven. I already want to go there. But maybe if not, or just pray for a greater desire to go to heaven and that that will affect the rest of the way you, you know, handle your daily struggles, your daily crosses, your daily annoyances. Um, and yeah. What is it? Shoot for heaven and not... Pr- and Wait. What is it? Shoot for heaven and hope to land? No. Mm. Something about shoot for heaven and land in purgatory? How does that go? Well, don't shoot for purgatory because you'll miss. Shoot for heaven because if you miss, you're in purgatory. <laughs> yeah. And y'all, heaven is real... Or hell, hell is real too, so... You don't want to land there. Yeah, no, it's not. No. No. So... And, you know, maybe try and take a couple people to heaven with you. Maybe take your family members, whether that's your immediate family, your your siblings, your parents, or your your spouse, or your children, or your friends, your super close friends, people in your church community. Maybe even the 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 cashier or the um, the waitress. Maybe you can uh, you know bring a little heaven on earth to them, be a little Christ, give them Absolutely. that the gaze. But also at the end of the day, you know, make time to let Jesus gaze on you. Go sit in adoration. Go to Mass and, you know, Jesus will literally come into you, be so united to you. That's the closest we get to even being, experiencing heaven. So, um, anyways, so just a reminder, earth is thy ship and not thy home. So, Hannah. Speaking of of that. Yeah. (laughs) What's your, will you have a little advice for us today? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, um, I actually was talking, 
this was on, on my mind because I was talking with some of my students about it today. And I was like, you know what? Other people need to hear this too, not just my middle schoolers. There you go. And just talking to them about how November is the month of the dead. We kind of mentioned that at the beginning of this episode. Um, and basically, my advice is to never stop praying for the dead. Don't canonize anybody prematurely because you never really know if they still need prayers or not. And if they do, if they don't, like turns out they don't, great because God, God will know and He'll apply those play- prayers to somebody else because He. He knows who who needs what. And I think that you need to just, especially this month, be conscious of praying for, praying for the dead, praying for people who have gone before and really just building like the kind of adjacent to the parable of the rich young man, the other parable of, well, it's the, the story of the rich young man who approached Jesus. And then there's the parable of the, the rich man who stored up um, all these good things on earth and then had nothing in heaven to really um, to to take care of him. Like he was thinking about his earth, his earthly needs, storing up all the things for the harvest. And he's like, now, now you can rest, eat, drink, and be merry. And the, the parable says, you fool, this night your life will be demanded of you. And we're not supposed to build up treasures here on earth, but we are supposed to build up treasures in heaven. And one of the ways that you can build up treasures in heaven is by praying for those who have gone before, even people you don't know. So I have, um, I actually have this written on my mirror, is the St. Gertrude prayer. And I've been teaching it to all of my students. And they get super excited about it because the tradition between... Uh, behind the St. Gertrude prayer is that every time that you say it, um, you release a thousand souls from purgatory. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So there, we were praying it today and they're like, that they're like doing math. They're like, that's 18,000. Cause there's so many of us and so many of everybody else. And if we'd say it this many times, like <laughs> we'll, we'll release this many more. I'm like, if you're doing math, like that's good. <laughs> um, but it was Prayer really funny. Math. Yes. Yeah. So, and I was just thinking, I was like, think about this guys. Like you're, you're building up an army for yourselves in heaven. And when they get to heaven, they start praying for you. One of my, one of my students actually like realized that he's like, yeah, so you pray for them and then they get to heaven and they can pray for you. I'm like, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then hope, hopefully, you realize your full God-given potential. You make it to heaven, and then you get to meet everybody that you mm. prayed for on earth. That'd be cool. It's like a, it's like godly family reunion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely think think of that. I'm going to be <laughs> taking a little taking little treks to the seminary or not seminary <laughs> <laughs> cemetery. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> Say, taking little treks to the cemetery to be praying for the dead with my students this week, probably next week as well. Um, because that indulgence is still in effect. And I th- think that's a good teachable moment. And it's also good for them. It's good for me too. Um, teaching in Catholic school is very sanctifying. It's good <laughs> for more reasons than one, but it's, 
Very nice. Also, owning a dog is very sanctifying. It makes you develop the virtue of patience, which I'm almost out of. Theo. He's pinning on a show for us. Yeah, no kidding. It's not like he already had a bunch of exercise and training yeah, and is exhausted. Clearly not exhausted enough. I should let him chase the cats or something. Stop. That's enough. He's like, but mommy, it tastes good. Ugh, I'm not that thing's mommy. <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> Wait, you don't want the dog mom mug? Y'all, just send her oh some gosh. dog mom. Don't send me dog mom stuff, please. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There is one, there's one of those things that, um, there's one thing that I have that like I, re- I decently like because it's like a subtle font and it's like a cute hat and i like caps and my one of my really good friends gave it to me and i love her so i wear it but other than that i'm usually like hey. like i'm never gonna be that person that has a dog mom bumper sticker on their car please <laughs> please no. yeah Don't that is that. obnoxious see that's when you know they have the whole like do all like do dogs go to heaven and oh it's like yeah that's a whole nother subject yeah we already we already um established what i think about that Oh yeah, we did. I don't remember that, but <laughs> I trust you. Ago. There you go. Yeah. No, there you go. Well, sorry, Theo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said you had a whole conversation with him today about how he doesn't have an eternal soul. Oh, I have that conversation with him quite a bit. But he just looks at you. Well, yeah, he can't comprehend any of it. No. Yeah. So it doesn't make me feel very bad. Yeah. Well, and I think we can take note from animals too, because I mean, I think we have the privilege to be able to choose God. Mm-hmm. but at the same time, like they always say, look at the birds. Like they don't worry where yeah. they don't, they don't have any worries. Yeah. And to be contented like animals. So it takes a lot of, takes a lot of effort. Sometimes the animals are contented with being obnoxious as Theo is right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe it's just the big, I don't know. Good visual is one of my friends always says, you know, hey. and I probably showed this before, but, um, Peter was on the water and as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, he was good. But as soon as he got distracted by the waves, then he started sinking. So just keep your eyes on Jesus, y'all. Yep. Cause absolutely. he's looking at you with love. So where mm-hmm. else do you need a look? So, yeah. um, do you want to end us with the St. Gertrude prayer instead of the St. Catherine of Siena? Uh, sure. Okay. You want to pull it up? Uh, I don't need to. I have it memorized. But if you want to oh. follow along, I can No, pull it that's up. okay. I'll just listen. Okay. It's all good. So, praying for y'all in this month of November. Um, wow, I can't believe it's November already. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's already November 8th. It's not even the beginning of the month. I was like, this this time is flying by. It'll be Christmas before yeah. you know it. So, <laughs> take every day for a gift because it, it, time is fast yes. and fleeting. And life, as we learned with the concert, is short, short and fragile. Mm-hmm. So I say make every day count. And I always say, I always make a point whenever I, you know, like I'm, I left, you know, I had dinner with my parents today and I'm going to go see him again tomorrow. But I always make sure to say I love you before I go. Oh, yes. Because you just oh. never know when that last chance is. Yeah, you really and don't. Really don't ever let any anger you know, like, don't let the sun set on any anger. Yes. Because you never know if you're going to have tomorrow to ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I just would never want to go. I, you know, you hear so many stories. and Yeah. Um, I mean, you do what is possible. But yeah. um, So, memento mori. Pray for the dead. 
uh, take every day as it comes and just live live life to the fullest and strive for heaven. Don't mm-hmm. shoot for purgatory because you might miss. <laughs> Don't. All right. You ready to close this, Hannah? Oh, yes. All right. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Eternal Father, I offer thee the most precious blood of thy divine Son, Jesus, in union with the masses said throughout the world today for all the holy souls in purgatory, for sinners everywhere, for sinners in the universal church, those in my own home and within my family. Amen. In nomine Patri, Filio, Spiritui Sancto. Amen. Amen. All right. Thanks for joining us today. All right. See you next week. Have a good rest of your day. And know that you're all loved. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Caritas Christi. If you'd like to write to us with hot takes, feedback, advice, or advice requests, we would love to hear from you. Email us at caritas.christi31 at gmail.com. That's caritas.christi31 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next Thursday.